0: Welcome to Outside the Ring, the most important show about boxing, with your host, David Diaz. Get ready for four rounds of sports talk in one hour, with an emphasis on boxing, both amateur and professional. Now, here's your host, former boxing great, David
1: Diaz. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Outside the Ring. I am your host, 1996 Olympian and former WBC Lightweight Champion of the World, David Diaz. If you're into boxing or MMA or any other sport in general, you've tuned into the right place. It's a hot, hot day out here in Chicagoland. Getting up the high is uh, probably 90 degrees later on in the day. So it's, it's kind of hot in here in my house too. Haven't played the, the electric bill, so you gotta get that going. Well, um, I guess it, it got bad for us, uh, as uh, fans. <laughs> all I wanted was at least just to beat beat the White Sox and we end up losing uh all three games to them uh this past uh weekend over the uh crosstown Classics. Um, I w- I thought our season, you know, was gonna be bad to begin with, but you know, as long as we beat the the, the White Sox I thought I we were gonna be okay morale wise. <laughs> I guess it just didn't throw out uh went out that way. But in the first game there was a scary moment uh, when uh, for Paul Konerko, when uh, Jeff Samarja hit um, Paul Konerko right in the face and gave him a gave him a big black eye, man, a big swollen eye. He had to leave, and um, he obviously lost sight for a couple of days. But um, he 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 came back, and um, he looks like he's not. He did not come back. I'm sorry. He did not come back for for the rest of the series, or even the the uh, other games that he played against uh, Minnesota. I'll get I'll get to that later. Um, we uh, definitely uh, uh, seen that game, and It was it was a uh, terrible uh, finding pitch. I actually to hit Paul Konerko on the face, and uh, he went down, and they had to take him out. We also witnessed on that day that uh, Kerry Kerry Wood uh, pitched his last inning, his last uh, relief uh, when he uh, went up there, and um, you know did a great thing and uh he gave us a lot of memories especially the the historic one where he uh, did 20 strikeouts uh game against the Astros in 98 so you know we ended up either way we ended up losing that game 3 to 2 and um, we just didn't make it competitive at all in this in the in the series we ended up uh getting um, outscored 13 to 4 and our bats went to sleep as well with, uh, no runs in, in, the in, in the, in the third game, we, we got shut out six to nothing. We got hit, but nothing came in, man. And, um, that's what is going on. That what went on. And then we go on to Houston. And what happens there? We get swept again. <laughs> so now it's a nine game losing streak that we got doing that our Cubs have. Um, yes, I might sound a little frustrated, but you know, all I have to think about, is a rebuilding season. It's a rebuilding season. Woo-saw, woosah. But I, that's old, but I know it still works for me. And, um, the White Sox, after the sweeping of, uh, of my Cubbies and the end up losing to the Twins. But on Tuesday, they bounced back and beat them six to nothing. So I guess the, the, the White Sox did end up, you know, feeling, uh, a, a little pumped up. I guess they went parting and Monday they, uh, Sunday they partied too hard because they beat the Cubs. Ended up losing on, on, on Tuesday, but they came back on Wednesday and, and shut out, uh, the Twins. And now, uh, I know a lot of people are sad or this, but I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very happy that the, the Lakers show is, is out the door. Oklahoma City Thunder took care of them by winning the series four to one. And you know, Kobe did try to do it all, man. He tried it by, by scoring 42 points. 42 points with no assists, none whatsoever. He really did try to take control of that game, but he should know better than that that, you know, it's a team effort and the teams will win the championship. And he had no assists, so uh, no victory to pull pull him through it. Also, the the San Antonio uh, Spurs went on to uh, sweep the Clippers. I thought actually they were going to be a lot more um, uh, competitive in that series. But um I guess uh I it didn't, so now it's uh I'm with uh, Casey uh, Oklahoma City Thunder and the Spurs that are gonna be going going at, at it, and that should be a an exciting game now in the east, Philly forced a game seven with the, with Boston man. I, I really thought uh you know Boston was gonna was gonna take care of them by now. you know, they would be you know four and two or four I mean. Four and one, you know, something like that, but not not force the game seven. Really looks um 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 good for Philly. Philly's now I mean I consider them a contender now for real because they're taking it to Boston. And the heat will try to finish off the Pacers tonight. Man, I hope that doesn't happen. I really don't. Come on, Indiana, let's do it. Get out there and, and uh get up get everybody riled up. Uh don't let this heat um advance. I also want to thank uh, Des Clark uh, for inviting me to uh, his 80 way, 88 Ways Youth Organization, and it was an inaugural Pro Bowler. And if every anyone is wondering if I'm any good at blow, bowling, the answer is no, absolutely not. I started doing off okay, but nah, you know, it got it got really bad that I'm pretty sure the people were like that I was bowling with because I was the celebrity bowler there, so. You know, they, they assumed that maybe that since I being an athlete, I, I would know how to, how to do it all, you know, like bow, baseball, basketball. And absolutely not. I cannot bow to save my life. And, uh, I'm pretty sure they were thinking or even whispering, man, the, this, this guy stank. <laughs> so, you know, I had fun though. I had a lot of fun there, uh, meeting a lot of people. Cliff Livingston was there. Uh, I also got to meet up, uh, with an old friend of mine, uh, uh, Matt, uh, Montel the Iceman Griffin, gonna have him on the show. And also got to meet Jason McKee and, uh, Nathan Vacher. I actually met Jason McKee a while back in, uh, a Bo Jackson's, uh, a celebrity golf outing. But I had not met, uh, Nathan Vacher. And, um, those, those guys are, 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 bear players, are ex, ex-bear players. And, um pretty cool guys. But while I was talking to them, They told me that they are not doing boxing to stay in shape, and that they love it. So I told them, hey, that to come on the show, tell me about it, tell them what, tell us what they're up, what they're doing, and what's what else is going on in their lives right now. um, If they're gonna get back into football, what is it that they're gonna be doing? So when I get confirmation, I will put it on my Facebook and page, Twitter, uh, to let you guys know that um, these guys are gonna be on the show. Also, you know, since I met up with some of, some of the uh, the Bears, I had to talk about our Bears. Um, this this Tuesday, they started going through uh, OTAs, um, and, um, you know, they're going to be doing that uh, next week, too, as well, from uh, May 29th through the 31st and June 4th through the 7th. And then they come back for a full squad minicamp on uh, June 14th, uh, the 12th and the 14th, I'm sorry. But, you know, everybody feels excited, especially for us, you know. Uh we got a new new receiver and then Brandon Marshall. Then we drafted uh Alshon Jeffrey and um you know, he they're gonna be joining up some uh, speedy guys in uh Hester, uh Earl Bennett and Johnny Knox. And um they actually got a pretty good combinations. and actually one of the uh, receivers coaches, uh Dale Drake, uh was was said hey now we got two giraffes uh on the side and uh, we got two, uh, cheetahs, um, in there. So, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, we, uh, we're gonna be excited to see how it all works out. Like I said before, our uh, Cutler and, uh, Marshall are reunited. They started off with, uh, Denver. So, I'm pretty sure this is gonna be, a, a good, uh, connection or good team up when they, when they get on the field together. So, you know, I know if my co-host was here, Larry, I know he would have been saying, but David, everybody looks like a giraffe to you. So, you know, I'll put that one in for you, brother. But um anyway, my nephew, who's uh, probably sure going to ask me, what does OTA stand for? That's Organized Team Activity, Saul. So just so you know, I do know what I'm talking about. You know, last show, I wanted uh, to speak a little bit about uh, Nick Cassell. This this young man was uh brutally attacked. He was out with his girlfriend and, you know, uh, fightnews.com, uh, um, broke the news about his injuries and everything that, uh, that had happened. This guy, Nick, Nick Cassell is an up and coming, uh, fighter who uh, was out on a date with his girlfriend when, uh, some punks, uh, um, jumped him and, um, really did a number on the, on the poor kid's head. Um, and, um, actually he, Fight News caught up with him again and he gave up a story saying, not a story, but telling them what happened and that he was okay. That, um, you know, he's gonna, he's got a couple of, uh, bad lacerations. If you guys have not seen it, I suggest you guys go, um, into fightnews.com. They have it. They have the pictures of his, of his wounds and there's some pretty big, uh, deep cuts. And, uh, he was also asked, um, what, what about the individual? who um, attacked him and um they said that they they got him this guy uh he's on his third strike so he's pretty uh really going to be looking at uh at, at some big time right now so good good for that that they caught the kid and you know and they also spoke to him about his his time frame from when he was going to come back from boxing um they uh, uh he said within 3 or 4 weeks now this kid was ready to uh, you know, make his television debut in, in primetime TV. He was going to fight, I believe, uh, June 29th on, on uh, Friday night fights. And, uh, we wish him nothing but the best and uh, hope, hope for his, uh, speedy recovery and, um, that he goes back into, into the ring, uh, with, with a lot of, um, heart and determination and not to get deterred, deterred from, um, uh his uh his uh wanting to become a world champion and i wish him nothing but the best also there's um uh this uh girl named from michigan her name is uh clarissa shields she earned her uh her spot on the london uh women's all boxing team you know so just with saying that is that the women are not being able to 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 fight in in the olympics and we're definitely going to have uh, someone who is going to be looking to uh, earn a spot, not on this Olympics, but in in the 2016 games. So we're going to be talking with uh, her. Her name is Isabella Nieves. She's an outstanding woman and an outstanding young lady. And we'll be right back.
2: Flagship station for sports.
0: Voice America Sports. Lockdown coverage. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Fantasy sports is where the action really is. Over 40 million people play fantasy sports, but rarely do they get to quiz the experts. Fantasy Insights is the name and the game. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside
1: the Ring. Thank you. Thank you for uh, tuning in to Outside the Ring. This is our segment, the one we like to call The Outcome. Well, guys, I also want to mention that uh, I went to uh, uh, my last guest um, who was on the show, Juan uh, Curiel. Um, he had some fights over the weekend out in the, the Round Lake area. And um, those were some exciting fights. I was really honored uh, to get invited there and, uh, and be greeted so warmly by, by the kids and, and the family. This was an all-amateur show, and there were some some really exciting fights there, man. Uh, it's it's kind of like really nice to see when uh, the amateur fighters go at it because you know all they're doing is um, trying to fight for for a trophy, man, <laughs> a trophy, and they go at it real hard, man. And I really appreciate that some some of us, I'm gonna say some of us fighters that have have lost. That love for the game, in, in the sense of it's uh, money-wise. I mean, there's still some um, incentive, obviously, of trying to be the best fighter in the world. But um, I think uh, our passion gets involved a little bit with the money side of it. But to actually go see these kids who who were going at it uh, just for a, <laughs> a real small trophy, wasn't even big. But you know, they went at it from round one to round three, uh, nine minutes of war, and and it was it was really fun to see because um, just brought back a lot of memories memories of, of myself um, fighting in, in those type of uh, uh, events in in, in gymnasiums or, or in parks and like I said before Juan was mentioning that you know they don't have the funding behind um, like we do here in uh, Chicago uh, where we have the park districts that fund um, our, our fights. They, they have to uh, raise money and um, actually uh, pay tickets to go see that, that fight. But um, they put on a good show, very entertaining. He had a lot of media there. Um, ESPN and Español was there. Um, some of the OI newspapers were, were, were down there. And um, even La Raza was down there. So um, hats off to Juan. Great show. Had a great time uh, and a lot of fun there. Also... Now on to uh the professional side of the boxing is that um, former world champion Paul the Punisher Williams is going to be the guy who is going to face uh the champion um, on September uh 15 and that is the, the 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 next uh the next guy that everybody's uh all the Mexican all the Mexican uh boxing fans are are going behind and that's Canelo Alvarez Saul Canelo Alvarez and uh, uh, Paul the Punisher Williams are going to be um, putting them up September fifteenth on the Mexican uh, Independence Weekend man so it's it's going to be it's going to be fun to, to see that and see how everybody comes out and and supports um, um, this guy also on that um, that's going to be a, a big test a real Actually, a bigger test than what Mosley was. Not to diminish Mosley at all, but Mosley, let's let's be real. Um, he was uh, already an old fighter, and and probably wasn't even a shell of what uh, Mosley was when when Canelo fought him. And um, I think Paul might be the guy that could uh, push Canelo to to that to that extreme and to to make make him really um, either. Um, shine or, or 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 just fall apart, you know, because um, of his reach obviously and he's got some hitting power so it should be a very interesting fight. Also it was just announced as well that uh Johnny Gonzalez will take on Daniel Ponce de Leon. Uh you know a while back um uh Salvador Sanchez uh the second Uh, made out a, 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 um, you know, called out Johnny Gonzalez telling him, hey, you know what? I would like to fight you this and that and everything. They started going at it. the thing, uh, they were in negotiations, but it fell apart because um, uh, uh, Sanchez was saying that it was too little bit of money for what they were fighting. So what happens? uh, Johnny Gonzalez's uh, manager shuts down um, conversations with uh, Sanchez and goes and takes on uh, Ponce de Leon. Very tough fight for, for Johnny Gonzalez, but again, that guy's a warrior. He's a beast. And, um, it, it's, it should be a good fight. It should be a good fight. Now, on to this, this fight that, uh, we didn't expect, were, um, was going to be his, um, his opponent. We thought it was going to be somebody else, but vicious Victor Ortiz is going to fight Josecito Lopez. Um, and they made it official on Wednesday in, a uh, conference, uh, in, in LA. Um, Ortiz is going to be fighting, uh, Lopez, June 23rd at the Staples Center. As most of you know by now, uh, Berto was supposed to be Victor's, uh, it was supposed to be Victor Ortiz, uh, Andre Berto too, but what happened was that he tested pos- positive for banned substance and, um, the rematch was canceled. This is actually the second fighter that has, uh, tested positive for a banned substance and the real funny thing about it at least to me is that they're the ones that asked for the testing so what does that say I don't know man if, if, if they knew they were taking something and, and really thought that they could pull one over on, on the uh, testing system you know it really astonishes me that they would want something like that you know but Berto did has has come down and said that he has not um has not uh, uh done any anything uh like that that he's going to be looking into it with his lawyer to make sure that everything gets cleared up and um find out why he failed the test you know so i guess that's what's going to go on um and you know speaking of Peterson you know how Peterson um tested positive as well and Khan was supposed to fight him um they found somebody else to take uh Peterson's place and it's going to be Danny Garcia he's that tough Philly kid from uh that he arrived on the stage when he uh beat uh the great Eric Morales Uh, I believe it was back in back in March and um now he's going to be taking on uh um, Amir Khan. So it should be a, a, a very, uh, a tough battle for, for Garcia. I think very more experienced, uh, faster, not more experienced, just a faster fighter that, that, uh, Morales is to, to, um, I mean, than he is to, uh, Morales. So I don't know how he's going to be able to play that out, but you know, Garcia has fought, um, a couple of, uh, good names out there that gave him, uh, recognition. And, you know, he's got wins over, uh, Nick Campbell and Kendall Holt and um, they're going to go at it July 14th. So that that should be a good good uh fight. Also last week I um I talked about uh what happened with um you know Nick Cassell. That's a young uh up and coming fighter. Um, he was supposed to fight on ESPN on uh, June 29th, but um he actually got got beat up. By um, some 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 kids, they really gashed them up and um, um, real bad. And um, actually, uh, fight news um, told them that uh, he talked to fight news and he told them that he was going to be okay. You know that some of the guys that uh that that one of the guys that jumped them uh was caught and he was actually the girl's he was out with his girlfriend and it was the girl's ex ex boyfriend. Who, uh, did that to him. And if you guys have not seen this kid's heads or this kid's lacerations on, 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 whether it's on the paperback over there by New York or, uh, wherever you guys are from, go to Fight News and, and look up Nick Cassell. Um, they have the pictures and there's some pretty deep cuts, big cuts. And it's amazing. The kid was actually, um, saying, you know what? I wasn't knocked down. I, I did not, um, I uh, lose consciousness. I actually went back home and uh, patched myself up a little bit before I went to uh, um, to the hospital. So the kids, the kids, the kids tough. The kids tough. If if, if they, um, they come mess with him, you know, he's a, a tough kid. So um, he's going to be back hopefully in the gym within three to four weeks. That's what he said, man. So I definitely wish him all the best. And he is definitely, definitely a tough, tough hombre. So, also, what also, uh, findings revealed is that there is a possibility that, um Omar Chavez, the other son of the Mexican legend, Julio Cesar Chavez, could have his rematch with, uh, Jorge el Maromerito Paez. Sorry for screwing that out, guys. Uh, he's the son of the legend, uh, great Jorge el Maromero Paez. So, th- supposedly this fight is gonna be if it does take place, it's going to be taking place on July 7th at a venue to be determined whether it's going to be in either Culiacan or Mexicali. Those are still some of the things that are, that are being drawn out there. And, um, obviously, you know, people know that, uh, uh, Pius Jr. handed Omar, uh, Omar Chavez, uh, his, his only loss. Uh, and it was a majority decision. So, this was done back in December, so it's, it's gonna be kinda sweet for him. Also, there's gonna be a fight that, that my friend, Rob, uh, Robert Rehard Franco is, uh, gonna be fighting, uh, uh, Cleitos Monkey Pendavides for the vacant USBA and Franco's WBC, USNBC lightweight, light welterweight titles. This fight is not going to be televised, but I had to tell you guys about it so you could guys uh, um, tune into it and see what's going on. Um, also, uh, the official press conference took off for the for the anticipated uh, clash between um, IBF uh, middleweight champion Lucien Butte and former WBC champion Carl Froch. Now, I, I want to just say this because... Uh, there was a quote where, uh, you know, Lucien Boot said he was gonna, you know, go over there and it's not gonna be easy fight and win. But then Carl Frog, I, I like the way these English guys speak, man. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like, this is what Carl Fred, uh, Frog said. He goes, if, uh, but- thinks he can come here, uh, to, to, to my hometown and best him. He said best him. I mean, I don't know how, these words come around man it's like he can best and why can't he just say beat him like when uh david Hay and uh uh krisora got into it he's that uh, krisora was like he glossed me man he glossed me so i thought it was hilarious but we'll be back with uh, uh bella bella nieves coming on up
2: flagship station for sports
0: voice america sports ready for in your face sports want to talk about the topics that nobody else is willing to talk about either because they're too scared to touch them or just don't think it's the way to go You're not going to be shy here. Tune in to Here's the Deal with Mega and Steel, featuring Ike Mega Griffin and Sidney Steel Justice. We've got the facts to back up the talk and invite you to join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, just before the weekend on the Voice America Sports Channel. We tell it like it is.
3: In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports.
1: The opening kickoff
0: is a beauty. There's a fly ball deep right field. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's inc.com Now, back to Outside the Ring.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back and you're listening to Outside the Ring, and this is the Fighter's Corner. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a fighter in our corner here this today. You're in for a treat today. There's so much I can say about this young lady, but we're going to hear it straight from her. I've known her since she was maybe about one, and pretty soon everybody's going to know her. Everybody, I'm telling you, please remember this name and her nickname, Isabella Belanieves, how you doing, girl? Welcome to the show. <laughs>
3: thank you for having me. I'm
1: doing good. How are you? Oh, not bad. I can't complain myself either. Now, I, I first want to take this opportunity first to thank you for being on the show and um, coming on here, and um, you know, and just sharing a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks um, for having me. Uh, real quick, let's give him a, a quick bio of who you are and. Um, why, what, what is it that you're doing?
3: All right, well, um, I'm 16 years old and I'm a sophomore in high school and I had my first boxing fight when I was about 8 years old at the yeah. Chicago Park District and I've um, just, just been boxing ever since.
1: So you never put on any ballet shoes or anything like that to, <laughs> <laughs> to, nah. to, to, to dance in a tutu or anything like that? Nothing? <laughs> no, nah, I tried
3: other sports but always came back to boxing.
1: Wow, that that's amazing. Now, obviously, I I, I know your father. Um, he he is uh, a great person, uh, of, of faith, a great man of faith, uh, a, a great. Uh, I like to say bigger brother to me, because during that time that I did sh- was was able to share a uh, time with him was when I was very young and he was very old, and not nah, not very old, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying. He was older than me. Um, how how has it been um, with you and your dad um, training? Uh, I mean, we definitely training. have
3: our ups and downs, and like sometimes it's just like hard having him as a coach because like we have our arguments, and it's easier because like <laughs> he's my dad. <laughs> and then like I'm also like grateful for it because I'm like I don't know we have that bond where like he's just like my coach and my dad, so it goes
1: right, both right. ways. Now you're headed to the nationals. Yeah. Bella. For for the for the second time, right? mm
3: mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: Now the first time, what happened?
3: The first time, um, I had three fights down there, and the first two I won, but then my third fight at the finals, it's just I fought a girl. She was a lot more experienced, and she was also the returning champ, and it was um just lost by decision.
1: Oh right, well, you know, um, it, it happens, but it's only going to make you stronger. But what I what I want to tell you, what 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 nationals? are you going to?
3: Um, they're in Alabama for the junior Olympics.
1: Junior Olympics, Junior Olympics, there you go. You you has your dad told you our story about the Junior Olympics? (laughs) He told me some of them, but I don't know (laughs) if that's the one you're I'ma tell you, you know, we went your dad and I, he took me to the nationals, the junior nationals, and it was an experience. It was the first time us ever getting to the national stage, so it was pretty wild or whatever, you know, for us. We were like uh, just in all of it all come fight night you know we're all you know tired whatever and we end up losing we end up losing to the actual guy who who won the championship and instead of us going back home we stayed and endured the whole thing i lost my first fight you at least got to the championships your first time up there Mm -hmm. i lost my first fight and what it was to us was like wow look at all these guys winning and how they did it and whatever but at uh when they were uh giving out the, the the medals for the winner we both looked at each other like next year we're going to win this whole thing man and that's exactly what we did so um please tell me if you and your dad had a moment like that in, in the nationals or uh, after coming back and determined to to win it yeah definitely like um like,
3: on our way back, because we drove there, and it was a 16-hour dr- car drive, or car ride.
1: Yeah, yeah, so and did it we.
3: Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, next year, we got to go for the gold.
1: That's it, that's it. So, how how did you just start uh, boxing, and why why did you start doing this?
3: Well, of course, because of my dad, and just like, always being around boxing, having <laughs> you come over and train. <laughs> it's just like... And always being around it, I just always wanted to get into the ring. And like at first, my parents were hesitant about it because being being a girl, they didn't want me to. But like, just liked it
1: a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So what? It sounds familiar. Yeah, that <laughs> attitude sounds familiar. <laughs> Very familiar. But you know, uh, what what is your overall record though to date?
3: Um, man, it's probably about like six and six because like. Six. Six. I have six wins and six losses, but I have so many losses because, like, my dad, like, he doesn't care who I'll fight. He'll just be, like, yeah. put me in there with somebody above my weight class, older, more experienced. He just wants me to get the fights.
1: Right, right, right. I know your father and I, I wouldn't expect anything less from him. Either. And and he does that to push you because yeah. he, knows, he knows what you can do and he knows what you can't do. So mm-hmm. believe me, and uh, he's done that to... All of us, uh, from Hamlet Park, you know, everybody that has gone through that door has been a coach, uh, um, coached by your dad has, has, has you either put up or get out. That's <laughs> yeah. it, That's how it is, right? Yeah. Exactly. i have
3: a girl finding fights. So he just like tries to get me fights whenever we can.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but, but it feels good for you. It, it feels good. It feels that you can handle that push. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so what amateur fighters and professional fighters do you have you sparred with to to prepare uh, to prepare for your fights? Have has he let you spar with professional fighters? Um,
3: no, not really, not yet.
1: Not yet, not yet. Okay. Not yet. But uh, what about the amateur guys?
3: Um, amateurs It's just like guys in the gym. Like, there's a lot of guys that I work out with, and mm. like since they're guys, they're a lot stronger and like more advanced, so it just helps me out a lot
1: right right now do you you fight with your brother
3: (laughs) um sometimes
1: sometimes who ends up winning that one him him, right yeah Yeah. that's a big boy that's a big boy he's got there too yeah now how 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 does it make you feel that that um you know this year uh women's boxing will be included in the summer olympics
3: i think it's just awesome that girls are going to be able to fight in there I'm just, like, hoping to watch it and, like, hopefully one day maybe be in the Olympics.
1: Definitely, definitely. That is amazing. And, obviously, you um, would be for 2016 that you'll be shooting for, right? Yeah. Now, that is that your ultimate goal for your amateur career, to make the Olympics?
3: Yeah. Like, I don't really ever plan on going pro, but I definitely want to be in the Olympics.
1: Wow, wow. Now... When when you're not in the gym, let's get a little personal. You know, when you're not in the gym, what do you do for fun? Just to let everybody know.
3: Um, I try to like hang out with friends and just like do normal teenager things. I like going to the beach a lot in the summer.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, like I had told you before, I'm not gonna have to go up there, am I? Cause I just <laughs> I just seen your picture on, on on my Facebook wall, and I was like, that's Bella. She's gotten so grown. You're, you're a beautiful young lady. Thank you. you Very, very beautiful. And definitely I, I do agree with your dad. He should pick you up. He should drop you off and there shouldn't be no problems with that, right? (laughs) No (laughs) problems. You know, some people might think that, you know, and they're still in the, um, you know, the man's, this is a man's sport. And, you know, what do you say to, to people that, that 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 tell you that. Well, if they has anybody ever come up to you and told you, well, I don't think you should be doing that or this and that because you're a girl.
3: Yeah, I get that a lot. Like they're like, what are you doing in this sport with such a pretty face and all this? And it's just like amateur boxing. They do like care about their health a lot. And I don't know. It's more. It's getting a lot more of girls into the sports. So. Wow. Oh,
1: uh, what 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 advice would you give other girls that um that would wanna. Wanna uh, uh, join? So uh, stay boxing. out of my weight class. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of your weight class, huh? That's what it is. Oh my goodness, yeah. that is your dad all over again. But I'm it. just kidding, and like just no. That's dad. That, no, that's good. That's a, stay out of your weight class. And what is your weight class? One thirty-two. One thirty-two. You, you yeah. knew? You, did you know that, that that I I I went to the Olympics? I went to the Junior Olympics at 32
3: but uh, I won them at 39 uh-huh. at
1: 30. so we're right there man we're right there you know this this could be something uh, amazing for your dad you know he's mm-hmm. done this already with with one of his uh, um, um pupils and now to do it with his daughter yeah. I think that 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 is an amazing uh, uh thing that that your dad can go through now tell us what does your mom think about all this She's
3: you know, probably I, like, She's probably like one of my biggest fans. She's always oh, yeah? supporting us. Yeah.
1: Oh, that is awesome, awesome. Well, big shout out to Sherry. <laughs> um a girl. at first uh we we all knew um Sherry was gonna be uh your dad's uh girl because he stopped training us after that. <laughs> he got he got with Sherry and that was it. He left us. So we were I ain't gonna lie to you, we were a little upset. But uh <laughs> He he left us for sharing, and, and a good thing because <laughs> the guy. Uh, your mom's amazing though; she's amazing for support, and, yeah. and that's good. Uh, Bella, do you have um, any um, a Facebook page or like a Twitter account? I don't know if your dad lets you have one or, or where people can get in touch with uh, get or follow you at least, you know, to follow your run to to 2016.
3: Yeah, I have a Facebook. This is under my name, Isabella
1: Nieves. Isabella it's Nieves. All right, guys. So you you uh, heard it from herself. This is Isabella Nieves, our future uh, 2016 Olympian, women's Olympian boxing Olympian, and we want to wish her nothing but the best. Um, I actually want to talk to your dad Hi. for the next segment. Is he around? Yeah, he's he? right here. All right, good, good. Then for the next segment, I'm going to be talking with Isabella Nieves, uh, her dad, Danny Nieves, who was my coach. And I'm going to ask him a couple of things to see how does he feel about all of this stuff that's happening right now and if it's sort of like a deja vu thing going on. So you guys stay tuned to the next segment. I'm going to be having um, Danny Nieves. Isabella, thank you once again for for taking time out and, and joining us. Well, thank you for having me. All right, We'll be right back.
2: flagship station for sports voice america sports what's the national pastime in the u.s. in the 21st century are you sure think again three out of four americans have made nfl football the true american pastime it's now one of the fastest growing sports in the world but how do we as fans understand everything that goes on behind the scenes tune in to enter the league with eugene t lee esq as your host eugene was the featured nfl agent in the espn acclaimed documentary the dotted line and now he takes his expertise to the voice america sports channel listen every thursday at 7 p.m eastern 4 p.m pacific
0: You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring.
1: All right, we're we're back and you're listening to Outside the Ring and this is our segment, the championship round. Now you obviously heard from uh our amateur female fighter, Isabella Nieves, in our last segment we're gonna catch up with her trainer who is also her father and I had him here on my show the uh, last time, uh Danny Nieves, who was also my amateur coach. Danny, welcome to the show again, brother.
4: Hey David, thank God that um I'm back on the show and thank God for you and your family for are always supporting us buddy
1: no 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 thank you for what you you laid down my 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 cement, my foundation brother in my in my uh boxing uh life so i if anything i owe you um everything man but uh, this is some crazy stuff that's happening to you right now man because uh if if it was me if i was in your shoes i would be like oh my god this is like deja vu again <laughs> you know you go <laughs> You go, you go, I mean, well, not really deja vu because we lost our first fight, you know, and Bella at least got to the championship, you know, and got to get a more of a feeling of what it was to be, you know, in a championship fight at a national level. And, and it'll give her that much more, um, energy. So tell us a little bit about how your experience is going with your daughter. Um,
4: it's, it's been, um, super awesome. Um, Bella was always, uh, kind of person that um, always the, the ring attracted to her and she was little and she always asked me hey dad when can I get in the ring she saw you fight and she saw Fraz she see Frankie you know and, and she's like y- you know um, when I get in the ring well uh, I brought her to the gym and she was like six years old or something and uh, Bill said no we gotta wait until she's eight years old <laughs> so uh, we put her in the Chicago Park District and uh, she went there and took care of business and um, right. she loved it and everything But the problem that we had, we ended up moving to Kenosha. And she still wanted to box. She still wanted to do everything. So I tried to get her into every other sport I could. She didn't want to. She just wanted to fight. And it was crazy. (laughs) Because one of the reasons I brought her out of Chicago... She got, she got beat up by uh, three girls and the thing that Bella t- tells me she didn't get beat up she fought three girls <laughs> and, uh, I, and I got mad at Dan I said hey Dan um, why don't you go help out Bella he goes dad you couldn't believe it she was handling those three girls by herself." <laughs> I said but Dan as part of family you always take care of family he goes dad dad trust me she's fine and ever since I'm like wow she might have something in it and um, she's, she's, she's beautiful she's everything but if you hit her she gets this mean streak and she wants to take off your head, even her brother
1: yeah, I bet I imagine that and you know that's the attitude that 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 you always had for us though man Definitely. it was swingker sink I mean swimmer sink bro and um she she's done it but you know some people might criticize you for uh, you know allowing your your beautiful daughter to you know I, just I, baby. I don't care
4: about that. You know what? <laughs> uh, everybody could talk. Everybody could say what they I, want. I, I got to do what I got to do for my family. I got to tell my kids, chase their dreams. And every girl that's out there or every boy and everybody that keeps telling them they can't do it, just prove everybody wrong and do it. My yeah. dream right now is to get Bella to the Olympics and to win a gold medal. Anything else, anything less, I, I, I think um, she'll be totally disappointed. I know I will because that's all I'm training her to do because she asked me that. What haven't you done in, in amateur boxing? I said, I've done it all. The only thing I haven't done is got a gold medal. And, uh, I was teaching her how to do pushups one day and she saw Bruce Lee does pushups on one finger. Well, she kept practicing and now none of the boys in the gym could do this, but she could do two finger pushups. And she goes, dad, before we get to the Olympics, I'm going to do those one finger pushups like Bruce Lee. Oh, I my said, God. I said, right now you need to, um, to train to get for the Olympics and right now the Junior Olympics is, uh, is the goal we need, we need to go? And your second year, you won the nationals. And if God willing and blesses us, we going for the nationals. Anything Thanks less is, is, is going to be a disappointment for me, not for her. But I, I just all the time and stuff that I put I, I put in there with her.
1: Amen, amen, brother. I hope I hope I hope everything turns out well. Well, I know you trained a lot of fighters. What is the difference from training those fighters and your daughter? Well. Well, training with you guys
4: was the best. I told you guys to jump and you goes, ah, hi. You know, I told Bella to jump and she tells me, uh, hold on, I'm checking my nails. Oh, uh, hold on. <laughs> you know, my hair is crooked and it just drives me nuts and everybody in the gym says, you know, um you know, Bella be walking all over you and this and that. And she does listen to me, but it's just, she's my little princess, his dad, she goes, oh, you spoiled this and she was little. And I, you know what? People didn't know this. Bella couldn't talk when she was little. She was tongue tied. And I did baby her and she was my little baby but I taught taught her one thing is always to be a fighter. And she came and overcame that. The Dennis um was the one and we always prayed for healing and, and she had also asthma. Dan had asthma. Dan also won the Chicago um not the Chicago but the Wisconsin Golden Gloves. And they both had sport asthma and I think through God and, and stuff and believing in God and, and keeping faith they both ended up being champions, but, but Bella, the dentist, ended up saying, "Hey, she's tongue tied. We got to clip her tongue. We got to do this and that." She ended up, um, I'm getting surgery, and now she's talking with no problem. Now she's talking too much. If you know,
1: what I'm <laughs> she talks too much. You can't show. Now, with all that you said, leads me to my next question. Um, with with all you know, the emotions in involved being a father and daughter uh, team. Um, you think your emotions could ever get involved? Like for example, I'm just saying, stopping the fight. Too early or letting it go too long. You think you have um, any any of those emotions that you think might might get in the way? Um, no, Dave, um, like you know and a lot of guys from Chicago, um, I've been doing this
4: thirty years and I got Sherry in my corner now and she's being a great um, corner because I guess she watched it for so long. She's yeah. picking up the corner better than any corner guy that I have. You know, um, Bill's the best but sometimes <laughs> Bill's getting something. <laughs> But, you know what, Sherry's there, I'm there, and we all thinking for, for what Bella's best. And the thing I, I love is sh- Sherry's telling me, you know, you calling the shot, you better been there, you done it. And if Bella gets hit with a hard shot, it hurts me, but I know that she's going to fight through it because we've done it in the gym. Um, the only time she got in there, and it was my fault, I won't mention the girl's age, but she was a little older than Bella, and Bella got hit, and it hurt me. But I wanted to realize, and you know I've done this with you and I've done it with <laughs> with, the, with, with Frank and, and, and Bernard and stuff, that I put you in there with guys that are better because if, if you fight everybody that's weak, you become weak. If you fight yep. a stronger person, you might get beat, but you become stronger. You become um, a, a harder person to beat because you go, man, if I could fight these older people, I'm going to destroy people in my weight class, so I'm going to beat guys in my weight class. So i, I got i gotta toughen up and i said hey do you, do you still want to box and she told me yeah you know after she <laughs> she had the fight she got beat up and uh i wiped the the sweat and the blood off her and said let's go let's go to the next one i loved it
1: man that that's amazing And that's what it is man the the hard dedication the hard work and dedication you you gave to us and you're giving it now i'm pretty sure it's even a lot easier for your daughter now you took me all the way to accomplish one of my life dreams was going to the 96 Olympics. And, and I, like I said before, I thank you for that a lot. Welcome. Uh, we were there in Augusta and, 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 you know, I, I can see this happening again. What is your secret brother to, to being so successful? <laughs> well, my, my thing
4: is that when I tell guys, That come to my gym, and right now the gym ain't doing as well as I wanted to. But um, I I, I tell people when you come into the gym, I don't have a magic wand. I don't have um, any secrets that's that's not um, that nobody knows out there. My thing is hard work and and work harder than your opponent. All you got to do. I heard a a quote one time from uh, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, you, winning is about if you can win by a mile, win by an inch, you're still winning. So if you could have just enough more than your opponent, you're gonna win. And I, I've been there with Angela Dundee, um, Bill, of course, Sam Colon, and all of them. And everybody teaches every everything that everybody teaches is hard work. Hard work. They, nobody has a magic wand. Nobody has stuff. The only thing you gotta practice is, is your trade. And and I tell kids, um, um, practice does not make perfect perfect practice makes perfect and you should see these kids they all go crazy like i love it it.
1: oh man amazing amazing well i i I definitely want to wish you the best best of luck and um in in her upcoming uh, trip to the nationals um i want to wish you um happiness as well and brother you know i love you with all my heart and um um, anytime, you, I'm definitely gotta have it back when she brings that national title back home, and definitely. both of you should be on the show uh, again and yeah. uh, again.
4: Um, I could w- I give a quick um, shout out there? Uh, one of our boys now, um, Frankie Fatoria, is um, boxing at um, um, Simon Park. It's it's so great now that the legacy from Hamlin Park has came down from me and now to Frank. Uh, it's a third generation, and we're gonna be teaching the Hamlin Park styles. And um, it's gonna be shortly before Frank is gonna be having, uh, champions putting out there. You know, he got a scholarship for, for boxing and always ranked, you know, one, two, or three in the national. So, the guy's a beast and, and I know he's gonna do good things at Simons.
1: Definitely, definitely, brother. Well, with that being said, Danny, I wanna thank you and, uh, thank Bella as well. And, uh, I gotta get out of here, dog, cause I gotta go pick up my kids. Alright, All Danny, right, God bless you, God bless you, kids. Take care, you. man. All Straight
4: right. up. Alright.
0: Thanks again for joining us. Outside the Ring with David Diaz can be heard again next Thursday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll see you next week.